Welcome, my dear ladies. Welcome to the show. This is yet another episode of my amazing Aquarian Age Women series in 2021 with the goal to connect and unite us women across the globe. I'm really happy to have you here. So I'm Tanya, your host, owner of discoveryourfemininepower.com, the brand that helps women to reconnect to their feminine energy. And everything is energy. And here we speak about feminine topics, spirituality, and how to be this empowered woman of the new Aquarian age that's coming. And money is my favorite form of energy and my favorite topic. If you head over to my website, discoveryourfemininepower.com, you'll discover that I help women to start loving money. And I also teach women how to buy and hold cryptocurrencies. Join my group for the updates and the dates of the next webinars. If you're interested, all the links will be below. So now let's head over and say hello to Barbara, my guest today. Hi, Barbara. Hello. Hey, everyone. Welcome, Barbara. You are in Spain right now, but originally you are from Estonia. Mm -hmm. Correct. And Barbara, you have a financial coaching business. Your website is barbarabengacoaching.com. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I will link everything below. Don't worry if you didn't catch that one right now. So Barbara, you teach personal finance uh, from an energetic point of view. You say money is energy. Can you please elaborate a little bit what you mean? Yes. Um, so actually, everything is is energy. Um, and I don't want to sound like very woo woo or, you know, but this is basic uh, physics, right, that everything is uh, energy, vibration and frequency. This is how our universe operates. And we are no different. Uh, the space between us now is not actually space, right? It's just our brain is wired to perceive it like this. Um, and so money is not just the number on your bank account or the notes in your hand. When I realized that, my life changed because one basic rule of energy is that it changes from one, uh, one type to another, right? It never, as the law says, it never disappears. It just like mutates, yeah, from one to another. And if you think about it, money does the same, right? Um, you can have that 50 euros, 100 euros in your hand, and then you give it away, you get something in return, and it has turned into a pair of shoes, or it can turn into houses, it can take the form of crypto, for example, or gold. So this is what I mean by money is energy, is that it, it constantly changes shape and value, but it never really disappears. And once I discovered that, my, my mind sort of opened and I stopped feeling poor because I started seeing money everywhere. Exactly. Money is everywhere. Mm -hmm. And yeah, we're so conditioned, we don't realize this. But it's a really nice way of explaining how your journey went. So uh, I like the way how you explain 
how money changes the shape and uh, it's still value. Very interesting. <laughs> you also say that um, there are two sides to money, right? Mm -hmm. The IQ and the EQ. Does that have something in common to your explanation? Uh, yes. So let's just see uh, the uh, terms IQ and EQ as such. I think everybody knows um, or has heard of, of them, right? But IQ is the hard intelligence, right? I don't know if they made you take the IQ test at school where you have like four shapes and then you have to recognize one that is different and then it gets more difficult. Have you ever done that one? Luckily, I didn't have to do it. Okay, I had to do it many times and it never turned out very well. Um, I was like, oh, I'm stupid. Uh, so that is, uh, that is the IQ test. Uh, and then there is EQ, which is emotional intelligence, which is responsible for how we you know, understand how we relate to other people. Um, and it's also true for money. We can have uh, hard financial skills, so uh, planning, uh, planning the budget, saving, having goals, investing, what you do with crypto, I think is, is pretty, pretty IQ based also. But then we have this intuition or the feeling about money and how we use it, uh, how we enjoy it, how we relate to it, which is emotional. And this is where most people have issues. <laughs> So uh, we have a lot of limiting beliefs, a lot of trauma around money. Mm -hmm. What kind of issues would you say? Well, what you said earlier, for example, we are conditioned to think about money in a certain way. So most, uh, most of us hear at least once in our, in our lifetime that um, money doesn't grow on trees or you've got to um, spend money to make money or money comes with hard work yeah and now if you look at like money is energy and then i have to work oh i have to work so hard to get it like it doesn't make any sense you know i breathe freely so why do i have to work my ass off to get money right and that's the eq part you start relating to money in a different way mm -hmm. if that makes sense yeah yeah, I think this is very important to understand these differences and um, the limiting beliefs have so many layers and it takes a lifetime to eradicate all of them. <laughs> every year I started in 2018 yeah. and every year I go deeper and deeper and there's more limiting beliefs coming out. So it's an ongoing work, actually. I think every time you want to level up, we call it leveling up, um, you need to go through uh, that uh, eradicating or a, a review of your beliefs. It's like a ladder, right? So you go up and up and every time some new, sorry, sorry for saying this, a new crap comes up. Um, and yes, it's like you go up financially in your life, but then sort of in your unconscious mind, you go down because the higher you aim the lower or the deeper you have to uh, cleanse basically in your subconscious and then you may want to hire coaches or therapists to help you get to the bottom of this yeah exactly 
that's where you come in, right? We can hire you, for example, to clean out. <laughs> <the> <laughs> for example, <laughs> there are other people that are better than me, honestly, you know, but ju just to let you know that at some point, maybe you need help if things are not moving in your life anymore and you're you're not creating the money you want then mm, there's something you don't see but uh, it's up to you really yes exactly i really like how you um distinguish these two sides of the iq and eq because that was exactly also my conclusion after 2019 when i wrote the book and really had set off my financial journey, I realized that you need to know the technical stuff to how to mm -hmm. save, what is money, how does it work? But then there's a whole other world as well, which is the, the EQ, as you say, the more psychological aspect, mm -hmm. uh, the limiting beliefs and do I love money? Do I love myself? I think it's very much connected to loving yourself as well. Oh, yes, this is a really complex topic. Um, and by the way, this theory, the IQ EQ is not is not mine. Um, it was uh, introduced, I think, first by Ken Honda, who's a, a Japanese uh, author, and he's worked with millionaires extensively over his, I would say, 30 year career. Um, but the thing is that um, if if you don't work through your limiting beliefs or if you don't work with the EQ part, then you can't really build wealth. It's sort of like, I always compare it to uh, like sailing with a leaking boat. Yeah, maybe you have money coming in, uh, but then you also have this like unconscious programming that makes you lose money or you have some compulsive behaviors that will not allow you to manage your money efficiently. Exactly, yes, yes. And that's often the case with people who suddenly get rich or get mm -hmm. a lot of income. It, it doesn't mean that they have learned to manage the money. Mm. Lottery winners actually, statistically 90% lose their money or end up worse than before in the first five years because of that they just like also it's about the capacity or your container Ken Honda talks about it you have a container for for wealth and most of us have it very small so if a lot of money suddenly comes in we just like we can't hold it energetically we can't hold it it's like it explodes and that's why we also lose money yes I heard this as well. Mm -hmm. Interesting. You mentioned Ken Honda. Mm -hmm. um, actually, I have read his book, Happy Money, recently. and I, I recommend to it to everyone. Yes. <laughs> I wanted to mention it because you the name came up. Happy Money, Ken Honda, for all the listeners who want to head over to Audible and get it. Audible or Amazon. It's a really good, a very, very how to say, complete, mm -hmm. yeah, when it comes to the entire topic of money, I'd say. Because um, a, lot of, a lot of financial advice out there is solely based on the money IQ, right? Or uh, about the, the practical aspect. And so many people say, well, it doesn't work. I'm trying to save, but I can't. 
or all my budgets fail and that's why. And because Honda's knowledge is based on actually working with millionaires, you can trust him on this, you know. Yes, exactly. Um, we need more than just the budgeting and getting out of debt. That's good, but there are two sides, really. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, yeah. How did you get to this conclusion, actually? Well, good question. How did you reach this? Yeah, how did you reach this state of mind where you understood yourself? Oh my God, there are these two sides. It's not enough only to save and everything will be fine. There is more to this. Well, my, I mean, I was um, a, a compulsive uh, saver. <laughs> I was somebody who was always very good with money. My family wasn't good at all. So I saw some very strange behavior with money. And um, I, I went the other way, but I, I ended up just like holding on to money too much and being really worried all the time. And I realized that it didn't make me happy. Plus, I tried to avoid um, some of my family's mistakes. And as you know, we are programmed to, to move from pain to pleasure. So my first instinct was to find ways to, to like build a, a different life. And I started analyzing what my family were doing wrong, so to say. And that's how I discovered this, uh, the whole mindset thing. So I would say, yeah, I just wanted to, uh, to escape sort of <laughs> my family history. Uh, and then uh, on my journey, I discovered so many interesting things. I decided to, to share everything with, with clients, with listeners, with readers. I have a blog also and maybe help other people manage money better too and develop a better relationship with, with money. So we can read your blog on your homepage, barbarabenga.coaching.com. Okay. Yes. So there's services and blog. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Good. How old were you when you started uh, to become aware of, of that something is not right with your family's mindset about money? Was that really early on already? Mm. You know, I, uh, I went to the supermarket once with my father. Um, my parents divorced when I was two. Uh, that's another topic. <laughs> but uh, I went to the supermarket and then, um, so he was buying food and he, he had more than my mother had, right? Uh, and every time I was like, oh no, I think that's too expensive. No, no, let's not buy this. Let's buy that. And he was like, wow, you know, you're just like really worried about money, but you're like eight years old. Seriously? And I was like, oh, so I think at about that age, seven, eight, I understood that we were poor. Wow, so, okay. mm, yeah. Uh, and already back then, imagine I had this behavior, you know, like, oh, I can't afford this. This is too expensive. Let's save. <laughs> Crazy, right? Yeah, I think I can't afford it. The sentence, I can't afford it, mm -hmm. is very destructive. Oh, yes. You are sort of depriving yourself of something you'd like to have. Mm -hmm. When in reality, most of the time, I say, when I 
was uh, saying this to myself, I actually had the money to buy it. Yes, the thing is, we are either afraid that we will run out of money uh, or that there is not enough coming in, usually. So if, if you say, I can't afford it, then you're just worried about something. It's not your reality very often. Yeah, exactly. Mm -hmm. It's really only on uh, an energetic level. Yes. And then another great writer, Robert Kiyosaki, who wrote Rich Dad, Poor Dad, he always tells us not to say, I can't afford it. Ask yourself, how can I afford it? That's very empowering. Exactly, yes. How can I afford it? I remember he keeps saying this in every book. <laughs> <laughs> yes. And then you start thinking, well, hey, but how could I afford it? What do I have to do? And so that sort of takes you out from dreaming to, to action and puts you into action and start, starts you on creation of money. Not even manifesting, but actually creating, right? Exactly. You have to also take an action, not only dream of it. Mm. Meditating and all is very good, but then you need to take some kind of action. <laughs> yes, I think there are two extremes actually these days. So, um, I, I go to many Facebook groups and that's how I market also. And so there are groups who just do like uh, strategy, planning, do, do, do. And then there is the other ones that are just, oh, I'm manifesting. And then I asked the manifestor as well, do you have uh, financial goals and the strategies? I know I'm focusing on other things. Mm -hmm. So <laughs> it's like, guys, work together, you know, put those things together. It's going to be so much more powerful. Exactly. Put the two things together. And that's what you, you do also in your programs. Yes. Um, I saw, well, if you head over to Barbara's website, you'll see her products. She makes one-to-one -one coachings, but also something very, very special. Uh, do you want to tell us mm. what your speciality is? Maybe also what is your normal coaching and what's your speciality? <laughs> yes. So my normal coaching is um, I have a one-to-one -one program where we uh, work on the money EQ and on the limiting beliefs and the traumas and all that part for six weeks, uh, six sessions. So that is uh, six weeks. And then the rest of the time, the other six weeks, we work on financial planning. So that's a nice comprehensive program. And I am creating one that I'm super excited about because one of my hobbies and passions have always been fragrance, you know, perfume. So I have found a way to put perfume and money management together um, through uh, integrating the feminine archetypes. And I'm going to launch a program in June. Wow. Tell us more. So you okay. put fragrance and money together. How is that possible? How is that possible? Well, what, what is fragrance, first of all? Like if I say perfume or if I say fragrance, what comes to your mind? My bottle of perfume at home. Okay, but why do you use it? Or when do you use it? <laughs> Smelling. Mm. To smell good? Hopefully, yes. <laughs> okay. Not all of them. Not all of them. I only like a certain type. 
Aha, uh -huh. very interesting. Yes. So that that's what you 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 already said it. You're only like a certain type. So um I don't know if you or any of the listeners are aware of uh, Jung's archetypes. There was this psychologist, Freud's contemporary, um uh, Carl Jung and so he created um the uh, archetypes. Okay? So uh basically archetypes are universal symbols and images that are rooted in the collective unconscious. That's why you see uh, the same stories all over the world that emerged at times when people didn't travel expensively, okay? So you have the orphan, you have the evil queen, you have the werewolf, like from Australia to, you know, uh, California, basically, all over the world, and it's the same story. And Jung says that archetypes are responsible for that. So in a, inside a woman, there are four archetypes. Some say seven, I stick to four. So we have the queen, the mother, the lover, and the maiden. And so I discovered that actually fragrances or scents also have archetypes. And then you can use them to uh, embody and integrate all your feminine archetypes. And that's also a way to tap into your uh, highest potential because what do we what we really want is to create wealth and abundance, right? So, I don't know if that's making wow. sense to you right now. Yeah, you're the person, Yeah, you're the first person who speaks about that, so it's all mm -hmm. fairly new, but mm -hmm. this is amazing and I have heard about the archetypes and uh, my listeners probably haven't, but we could possibly link some interesting things below. Or if somebody is new to this topic, what do you suggest, what books to read, where to start learning about archetypes? Well, there's a book by Carl Jung himself. I think it's called The Twelve Archetypes because there are men's archetypes too. Men have archetypes and women also. So I'll I'll deal with men later in September. I will do a program about men. Um, uh, but the thing is, Jungian psychology is so bloody complex. Um, Freud is easy compared to Jung, right? Uh, that there's a lot of different theories. Um, some some of his students sort of proliferated the, the archetypes and they say, now, no, there are seven. Then there are 12, they're like, Oof. so you have to know what you're looking for. Um, so I get my, my knowledge from uh, some like Estonian and, and Russian uh, therapists and usually they're family therapists. So I first came to this in 2014 when I read a book uh, called The Art of Being a Woman. I don't know if it's been translated into English. I will find it out for you. But it was in Estonian. And then Natalia Kobilkina uh, talks about the archetypes a lot, and she has programs also available. Um, but the fra so fragrance or of perfume is a, to me is a way to connect with my soul, and it's also a way to display the different aspects of my femininity. Um, how it relates to money, basically, is that. Uh, what people like us want is to make the highest vibration of money, which is only possible if you are 
well, you know, if all the aspects of yourself are well integrated, if you know your life purpose and you know what to do. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So I think they really, they flow into each other quite nicely. And fragrance also is linked to your memory. So it can be used for various things really like deeply psychological for manifesting, for recalling memories, for seduction, for selling something, you know, it's like, it's crazy how many applications fragrance actually has also in contemporary marketing. Yeah, that's true, actually. The smell can bring back memories from a long time ago. And yeah, mm -hmm. using it uh, consciously is the trick. We don't usually use fragrance consciously. We just go with the flow or we go with the marketing. What's popular, we use it. <laughs> exactly. And also I was recently talking to a man about this that, mm -hmm. um, well, we all have smells. Our mm -hmm. bodies have smells and yeah. uh, depending on the hormones, uh, I like the smell of some men or I don't. And it also does there is a connection apparently that uh, if you don't like the smell of somebody, you will not get along with this person. Yes. Hormones, well, actually pheromones, which is a type of hormones. And there's a bit of a debate about whether humans have pheromones, but yes, we do, especially uh, in adolescence. Uh, obviously, like, you know, you, you notice an adolescent when they walk into the room, right? And the amount of pheromones decreases with age, just like hormones. Um, so this is like the specific category that is uh, responsible for attraction. Mm -hmm. Interesting. Yeah, I see you're really the professional and we're looking forward to it. Uh, knowing more about this course so you say you're going to launch this special course soon yes on the 7th of june it's going to be called a money power fragrance and it's a four-week course so each week we go through one uh, archetype and then i will i will tell you a lot about the corresponding fragrances how to use them and as a bonus, I'll also tell you how to make money <laughs> in each archetype because I'm a finance coach. So that's uh, something very, very different from what you're used to. Uh, nobody else is doing it at the moment. And it's my baby. I also want to see how you react. So very exciting. Cool. So 7th of June, it's a four week course yes. about fragrance and money and how to integrate this into the archetypes wow mm -hmm. yeah we are definitely looking forward to that and this is something completely new i have never seen or heard of anywhere else well probably because you are uh, you said you only use one fragrance uh this is our comfort zone we have one dominant archetype or maybe two so uh, anyone who's listening who thinks about their perfumes is like, yeah, I've been using the same for like 20 years. Well, now is your time to know why and uh, how to choose them better in the future. Very good. We're looking forward to knowing which fragrances to buy. <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag not sponsored, right? <laughs>
<laughs> yes. Um, yeah, so that is your future plans. You offer, you still offer the one-to-one -one coaching and then the course is coming up. Mm -hmm. It's exciting. I will link all below and tell everyone about it. <laughs> um, well, I also like do one-to-one -one sessions, like power, I call them power of fragrance sessions. So if you want like a quick um, insight into, into your like uh, sort of um, combination of archetypes and, and like a quick way of, of getting into fragrance, you can book the, the private session also. Oh, okay. Would you recommend to do that before? this is something i don't talk about money there though there are two different things so in the private session i literally just talk about archetypes and perfume and in the course i'm going to in include the money aspect so they're actually different you don't have to do one before the other okay now i see amazing great so it's going to be exciting in june yes <laughs> um, yeah would you like to add anything else to our great talk today hmm well uh, just stop worrying about money well one thing though um you got to understand what kind of behavior you have around money if you ask uh, like save too much or if you spend too much and if you want to change that just try to go the other way stretch yourself a little bit i always say that i heal my money story when i suddenly i spent I don't know, a few thousand, yeah, on a coaching program, which also marked a, a, like a great point in my a personal development history. Uh, I felt so free after I spent so much, yeah? But not everybody is like that. Some people spend too much. So if you overspend, try to restrict yourself a little bit and, and get a, like a tracking system in place. And if you save too much and you're afraid to let go, find ways to sort of you know give a bit more spend a bit more and see how this is not the end of the world basically <laughs> yeah that was good advice uh i can actually confirm that this works it does it's also my experience yeah. yeah get out of your does. comfort zone yeah the, your your uh, behavior with money is sort of your comfort zone and development is outside of the comfort zone so if something's not working and you want to change it well you have to do something that's not easy unfortunately yeah exactly um jump i always say jump and a whole new universe is going to open up but mm -hmm. you need to jump you need oh, to yes get out of this layer, go move up, jump the fence. And on the other side, everything is different. You, you can't imagine before you jump it, actually. <laughs> you only will experience it if you take the step. Yes, there is a great quote, right? Everything you, you dream about, everything you want is on the other side of fear, so. Yeah, exactly. I can totally confirm that. <laughs> Okay, good. So let's come to an end. Uh, thank you very much for this talk. It was really interesting uh, to get to know you and to get to know your projects. So we're all going to head over to barbarabengacoaching.com and check out your blog and also 
probably sign up to your fragrance course. That sounds very interesting. <laughs> I'm so happy to be here. Thanks for having me. I'm looking forward to meeting many new ladies from your community. You can connect with me on social media also. Very happy to say hello. By the same name, Barbara yeah, Benga Coaching. I'm anywhere. Anywhere you want, I'm there as Barbara Benga. So <laughs> find me. Website, Facebook, Instagram. Yeah, mainly those three. Yeah. Okay. Good. Very nice. Yeah. Thanks a lot, dear Barbara. Thank and you. I wish you a good day. You too. Mm -hmm. Thanks for listening. Bye. Ciao.